you this morning. I was here as a seminarian back in 2018. We were talking about it before Mass, and Deacon didn't recall me at all, so I must have made a great impression. <laughs> uh, so, but I was here as a seminarian over the summer just a couple of years ago, so it's really neat to be able to return here as a priest and kind of offer Mass together with all of you. Uh, for those who don't know me, including Deacon, my name is Father Nathaniel Glenn, and I serve as the chaplain at Xavier College Prep in downtown Phoenix, and I'm also a formator at the Nazareth House, which is our house of studies for men studying to be priests in their first two years. And I was also classmates in theology with Father Gabriel, so he's a good friend of mine. You guys <clears throat> have some fantastic priests here, so you are very, very blessed. Our gospel this morning is very interesting in some of the details and how Jesus sends out his 12 apostles to preach the gospel. Jesus tells them to bring almost nothing with them, no sack, no food, not even money in their belts, not even a second tunic, right, in case their tunic tears or gets worn out or gets soiled. And Jesus seems to be imposing actually rather strict rules upon his apostles. When he tells them that they can't even bring a sack, that means that they can't even accept any food or gifts from people that they might meet on their way, right? If somebody gives them a loaf of bread, they have no sack to put it in, right? They have no way to preserve beyond what they can eat and carry on them that very day. By commanding his apostles not to carry even a sack, he's commanding them not to trust in their own power, not even to trust in the generosity of others, but to trust in a radical way, completely on the generosity and the personal care of God. That it's God who in their mission would provide for them and who would literally feed them, right, day by day. There's also the interesting question of why the gospel specifies that he begins to send them out two by two. We have a sense that maybe even it wasn't that Jesus just sent them all, all out at once, you know, all 12, all right, go out and preach the good news but perhaps he sent them out in pairs when they were ready, right? So he might have sent Peter and Andrew out. Okay, they're going to go out. And then, you know, he's kind of watching the other apostles and say, oh, okay, you know, James and Philip, they're ready. And so he would send them out. So there seems to be even really, really great care in what Jesus is doing here. He's being very intentional in how he's sending them out, even perhaps when, who he's sending out, that this is a very important mission that he is sending his apostles to do. And it's really telling that in our first reading is tied together to this. Our first reading has the prophet Amos getting kicked out of the kingdom that he's been prophesying in, right? The priest of Bethel says, get out of here. I don't want to hear what you have to say, right? You have bad news for me. And Amos just simply says, he's like, look, I'm not a prophet. I'm not coming here under my own power. Like, I'm a shepherd. I'm a nobody. He says, the Lord took me from following the flock, and he said to me, Go prophesy to my people, Israel. Right? Amos is saying, look, I don't have a sack. I don't have a second tunic. I don't have any food. I'm just a shepherd. Right? The Lord sent me. Like, take it up with him, right? I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Right? I think it's a very important thing to keep in mind when we think about how to preach the gospel, right? How to share the good news of Jesus Christ with others. It's not about our own sack, our own tunic, right? Uh, our extra food. It's not about our power or who we are or all of our great gifts that we have, right? It's about Jesus Christ, that he sends us out, he gives us the strength, and he gives us even the words, right? He promises us, I will be with you always. He gives us exactly what we need to preach the gospel to our family, our friends, our coworkers, right? Everybody out in the world to great success. 
So how does this happen? Our second reading talks continually about us as the church being grounded in Jesus Christ, right? It says over and over again, in him, in him, in him, right? In him we have redemption by his blood. It is in him that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, right? It is in Jesus Christ. Then he says that Jesus Christ sums up all things in himself, in heaven and on earth, that Jesus Christ on the cross gathers all of humanity, all of creation, together to himself. And so our job, if we, like the apostles, want to go out and preach the good news, is just to allow Jesus Christ to gather us to himself, to day by day, right, grow in that close proximity with Jesus, knowing the Father like him, right, loving the Father like him, loving others like him, beginning to think, to feel even, to act more and more like Jesus Christ himself would. And we can trust that we can do that because of the sacraments, right? The sacraments, baptism, the Eucharist, give us that strength, actually slowly turn us into Jesus Christ himself. When I was an altar server, I loved to serve the, the holy hours where we would have the bened- um, exposition and benediction of the blessed sacrament because being an altar server for those meant that you got to carry the incense. And so my favorite part about the incense is that if we got it like really, really screaming hot and the priest was, was a cool priest and just dumped in a bunch of incense, right? There'd be a huge cloud of smoke and for the entire rest of the day, right, my clothes would smell like incense and I loved the smell of incense. So I always looked forward to serving at the holy hour to make sure, you know, we got the good incense going because I loved, I really did, I loved like carrying that smell of incense on me all day. It was just, it was just very nice uh, and it reminded me, right, of what I did that morning. It reminded me of like, you know what, I started off my day just praying to God, telling him about what I'm excited about today, telling him about, well, you know, yesterday didn't go too well, right? But just carrying like literally the smell of God, like on me all day. I loved it. I, I just, it was awesome. And I think that's a really good image for how to think about preaching the gospel to other people, right? Um, we don't have to impress them by how brilliant we are. We don't have to even um, be a perfect, you know, example ourselves. We're all human, right? What we really have to do is just seek to carry that incense with us always, to carry literally the smell of Christ out into the world, right? So that people can meet us, and like the apostles, people can say, you know what, these men are not rich, these people don't have bread for even tomorrow, but they have something, they have someone, right? And that's really attractive. That it's the smell of Christ, right? His, his beauty, his goodness, his love. Um, that if we simply draw closer to him more and more day by day in our thoughts, in our words, in our prayer, right? Just bringing our heart more and more close to him, we can then, by that proximity, right, by having like his incense close to our hearts, we can carry that smell out to the whole world. And so God the Father has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens because each of us, right, by drawing closer and closer to Jesus Christ, become more and more ourselves. And that's good news because each of us, right, is a particular, unique, aspect of the mind of God himself, right? God thought about me for all eternity, right? I am literally in his thoughts for all eternity, and then he makes me. And if I am faithful to who he has made me to be, I will be an image of God to the whole world, right? And it's the same for you. God has been thinking about you for all eternity. 
You are a special part of who he is. And by conforming yourself to him, right, by day by day drawing closer to him, simply by being who you are in God's sight, you manifest the smell of God, that incense, the, the odor of Christ to the whole world. And that's compelling. I know it's really easy to, to point fingers these days, right, and say there's all these problems out there in the world, in the church, and that's very true, right? And we can, um, we can identify that and we can try and solve those problems. But as I personally keep looking at these problems and thinking of how we can resolve them with the help of God's grace, I just keep coming back to the idea of all that really makes a difference, what we can really do to change the world, is just in our individual lives where God has already put us, right? In our families, in our workplaces, among our friends, just manifesting the love of God, just drawing closer and closer to him day by day so that people simply by being with us, right, can smell his presence, can know what he is like because we carry the odor, we carry that incense with us always. And so at this Mass, right, at every Mass, let's just draw close to him, bringing to him everything that we are, our brokenness, our humanity, our thoughts, our desires, our joy, and just by drawing close to him, being with him, and carrying him with us today and all days, let's make him present to the whole world.